up, weirdos? And welcome to Weird Wide, the show bringing you all the weird, all the time. If you are returning once again to the Weirdoverse, welcome back. You have good taste, I gotta say. If this is your first time here, thanks for joining our little cult. Good times are sure to follow. Uh, if it is your first time, this is actually not a terrible episode to start up on. Uh, had a couple, ch- you know, and some of you may have noticed uh, that I haven't been around as much lately. Uh, had uh, had to miss a week. I mean, actually, at this point, maybe even a little bit more than a week. Uh, so I apologize for that. I've even gone dark on my socials a little bit. Uh, doing, you know, got some stuff going on. Nothing bad. Everybody, you know, automatically assumes it's something bad, but I assure you, it's nothing bad. But just got a lot of stuff going on. I was supposed to have a guest on here with me, but uh, looks like I'm doing this one solo, so that's okay. Honestly, it's probably better that way. So today I'm coming at you with a little bit of a slightly altered format. Not gonna be doing the same. Uh, not gonna be doing as many of the deep dives as I usually do. Uh, we're gonna be doing a little bit more of the kind of weird news stuff. Uh, you know, kind of just like weird stuff going on. Uh, you know, there's gonna be some segments and stuff like that. Might be a little bit less character rich, but uh, the show is evolving. Uh, it's just a direction I feel like uh, that. You know, uh, I feel like taking it in. And, you know, it also just uh, good for me for uh, some of my own mental energy to uh keep with that so hope everybody enjoys the new direction that i'm going to be taking the show in uh like i said i'm going to still be doing the deep dives but i'm going to do, i'm going to be doing those uh you know a little bit more sporadically uh and that way i can actually like kind of focus a little bit more on the research uh you know go that goes into all that and putting all that together for you guys so that i get all the information correctly uh i don't want to i don't want to release shitty information that's you know another thing right there so if you want to let me know your thoughts on the show's direction, you can email the show at weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to also go on to the official home of Weird Wide on the interwebs, www.weirdwide.com. From there, you can listen to every episode that's been released. You can also sign up for the newsletter and get episodes sent directly to you. Now, weird in the news. Holy shit. Like, it has gotten so weird lately. You know, it's one of those things where it's like I went dark and then everything fucking weird started to happen. Like, I didn't even get a chance to cover the aliens in the backyard story in Las Vegas while it was still hot. That, that, I didn't even, I didn't even get a chance to cover that. Now it's, it no longer is, it was. That story has already passed. Uh, basically, uh, you know, a, a couple of aliens fucking landed in some dude's backyard. The police got involved and everything. It was crazy. But again, I missed that story. So it is what it is. But, you know, like I said, you know, it, it, the world is kind of swimming with crazy nonsense right now. So let's get right into it. <laughs> I feel like the story that's dominated the news in the past like week or so has obviously been the Ocean Gate sub situation with the fucking billionaires. I mean, if okay, if you don't know what I'm referring to, I feel like most of you do. I feel like I mean, honestly, unless you've been living under a rock or under the sea lately, uh, the biggest story of the year, I would say, it would be the submersible the Titan that went to the, these fucking rich billionaires went to check out the site of the Titanic. They wanted to go and they wanted to take a little sub down. They wanted to check it out. Well, shit went wrong. Shit went wrong and they did not come back. Uh, it basically, there was this whole, everybody, everybody was kind of holding their collective breaths. Basically everybody was holding their collective breaths uh, while it was all unfolding. You know, they've only got 96 hours of air left. They've only got 48 hours of air left. And the memes were just, oh, beautiful. Now, a lot of people 
took to the internet and they had a little bit of an issue with all this. You you know all this. Most of you know all this. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not giving you any information about the sub that you don't know. Everybody has been talking about it. It's been done to death. It's crazy. Uh, as dead as uh, as dead as the billionaires that are now at the bottom of the ocean. But one of the funny things about it is the internet, obviously, as it does, has its opinions and it had its opinions. Uh, a lot of people were upset by all the meme situations that were happening. Uh, a lot of people were upset with how uh, unfortunately people were reacting to the idea of uh, multiple billionaires stuck in a tube and dying slowly. Now, I'm not advocating for the like, you know, I'm not advocating for killing people. I'm not advocating for like the death of human you know, human life. You know, it, it is what it is. But the reasoning behind the situation is what really I found the most interesting. I mean, you know, you've got the problem is, is, is first of all, this whole thing was organized by uh, the CEO of OceanGate, uh, a guy named Stockton Rush, which have you ever heard of a more rich guy name in your entire life? Stockton Rush. Jesus. Like, first, first of all, part of it's your fault getting on a fucking sub with a guy named Stockton Rush. That's that's your first issue there. But a lot of the issue that really the people, one of the reasons that a lot of people found the whole thing to be as, as kind of comical as a lot of us did was the fact that it was so obvious, like to everybody involved that this was not a good idea. So the Titan, first of all, like very ballsy name, like very ballsy name for a submersible to take down to the Titanic. Like it's kind of, Ridiculous. You're tempting the fates at that point. But the reason all this went as south as it did was because Stockton Rush igno blatantly ignored a lot of the warning signs that a lot of people were pointing out about the safety measures. There was, you know, apparently uh, there was no way to actually get out from the inside. That was one of the biggest problems right there is there was about 17 bolts from the outside that. It's just like, you know, like it's legitimately one of those things where like when they were looking for them, even if they had gotten to the surface, which they didn't, they would have if they didn't find them on the surface of the water, it would have been a situation where they still would have been fucked because there was absolutely no like safety mechanism to like bail. So that's your first issue. But Stockton Rush, you know, he, he actually fired a guy that pointed out a lot of the issues that he was seeing a guy that was like an engineer and Stockton kind of had this whole idea of like, he didn't want old white dudes in the military, like, like military white dudes, like in like representing the company. He wanted a younger, sleeker, sexier ocean gate, which, okay. From a marketing perspective, I get that. Like what's going to sell more as far as marketing, like as far as image. Sure. But I personally, if I'm going down in some kind of submarine situation, I don't want a 25-year-old. I want some dude who is – I want a salty motherfucker. I want like a 60-year-old dude who has just like seen it all. He's been there. He's done that. He knows his shit. I don't need somebody – honestly, it's like, you know, even at a point now where like I'm all about Gen Z. I've talked about it on the show. I've talked about it on other shows that I've guessed, guessed it on. I'm all about Gen Z. Gen Z is going to save the fucking world, and I fucking love it. But at the moment, I don't trust a tw – like, 25 is younger than me. I don't trust a 25-year-old to know how to operate a submersible. And I think that's fair. But 
Stockton being the boss, he fucking made that happen. So you got inexperienced people. So you've got safety measures that are being ignored. Uh, OSHA exists for a reason. I know it's a pain in the ass. I've dealt with it. It sucks. Safety exists for a reason. Tis what it is. You've got that going on. You've got inexperienced crew. From my understanding, they didn't have they didn't have like a, a a pinger or something to basically like that they could track where they were. So the 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 Titanic wreck site is is a lot bigger than people realize. It's a massive site, so it's not e- so like basically the idea was that everybody ha- like the thought that everybody had was it was like kind of stuck down there somewhere and it was like just couldn't couldn't move well it's not going to be that easy to find that because you've got all this other wreckage all this other like sea life starting to take it back you know it didn't just like it didn't just like you know it shattered and fucking went everywhere wreckage is all fucked up down there another issue that a lot of people brought up and i don't i I don't know i've never been on a fucking submersible i don't know if this is standard issue procedure or not but to me it seems silly as they had a like a, a logitech gaming controller which you know if you're playing call of duty or something like that. Sure. You're going to want your Logitech is probably good. I'm pretty sure my fucking headphones are Logitech. I don't know. I don't know. They might be. I don't know. But I don't want a Logitech controller controlling the submarine that I'm in. Now, apparently there was also a uh, series of people who uh, were offered spots on it, but actually said no. There was like one guy, apparently some kid who was like kind of kind of a fanatic about this kind of stuff. He's like really into it and like, you know, kind of knows his shit for his age. Uh, he was like, He's like 15 and he's like, I don't, I don't fucking think so. I'm not fucking getting on that. Uh, the YouTube guy, Mr. Beast. I don't, I don't, I know the name. I don't know what the fuck he's about. Uh, he was apparently offered a spot on it. The mom of the 19 year old kid was offered a spot, but the kid really wanted to go. Uh, I don't, I don't remember the kid's name. I, I honestly don't. Um, I don't know his name. Um, but he had this whole thing where he wanted to solve a Rubik's cube at the bottom of the ocean, which I hope he did. I hope he got to, you know, that's cool. That's a fun dream. Um, but, you know, it's just like, you know, again, you're just trusting your, your trusting your life. And this was $250,000 per ticket. This was a, this was an absolute ridiculous money-making situation. So you got money involved. Like you got, I don't know. It's just like that. That's another thing that just made it hard for people to give a shit about billionaires at the bottom of the sea. You know, there's also, you're, you're starting to hear about orca attacks. Like the orcas are literally attacking ships. So there's like this whole idea of like, did the orcas do something down there? We still don't know. It's fucking insane. Now, because the orcas are like pissed off, like they don't fucking forget. They're starting to take back the ocean. They're st- the ocean, nature is turning against us. I don't know if anybody fucking realizes that, but that's what's happening. And just this idea of just going down and tempting fate. Now, one of my favorite parts of the story, though, and I think this is absolutely hysterical, is the one guy's stepson just, like, could not have been. I think it was Hamish. Hamish's stepson. I don't remember his fucking kid's name either. Something Zaz, which is not a Batman villain. Something Zaz. Um, but uh, well, anyway, this, this motherfucker in the middle of this whole situation Apparently it had Blink-182 tickets and was just like, I I understand that Stepdaddy is in Davy Jones' locker right now, but I am not, and I really want to go see Blink-182. So, like, he tried to exploit the whole situation. He basically, you know, he tried to... he. Tried- 
tried to tried to like finagle like meeting fucking Blink One Eighty Two. Like there was a OnlyFans model that he messaged, uh, basically talking about like wanting her to sit on his face. And it's like we all grieve, you know, we all grieve differently, sure. But it's like he was just making it like so, like he was like weirdly speaking for the rest of us of like that sucks. Anyway legitimately like this is what you know that's what was going on so that was a that was an interesting uh situation uh apparently everybody thought they everybody thought the whole situation was they were going to run out of air but apparently there was a situation where the submersible actually imploded uh they probably all died pretty quick um but unfortunately you know there's still questions about it you know there's still there's like some audio recordings that apparently have come to come to this come out and I, i haven't had a chance to listen to them yet but you know, there's, you know, people asking questions, are we ever going to find these bodies? Are we ever going to find their bodies? And like, honestly, like the answer is probably no. Like if it imploded, I'm assuming there was, you know, a possibility that a lot of them actually exploded while that happened or, you know, the the pressure. I, I don't know. We're not going to find them. So they are absolutely gone. And again, I, you know, uh, not to advocate for, uh, you know, suffering in human life uh, being extinguished. That sucks. But like, you know, it is hard for me to feel sorry for them. Billionaires out here doing billionaire shit and Uber's got the best of them. Well, speaking of billionaires, so uh, that's another thing that happened in the, in the middle of this whole situation. Uh, while all this is going on, Elon Musk decides for some reason to challenge Mark Zuckerberg to a cage match, which who the fuck, who the fuck had that on their 2023 bingo card? I didn't, I did not have that on my bingo card at all. Like what the fuck is even happening? Like, like the simulation is going so far off the rails at this point. I I just, I can't even fathom. Like anybody else just can't stand Elon Musk. Like, honestly, like, I cannot stand that guy. Like, I just, everything about him just screams fucking desperate loser. Like, everything about him just screams like me. Find me funny. I'm so, I'm so edgy and I'm so blah, blah, blah. But he's just a fucking moron. Like, I don't know. Because it's like one of those things where it's like you, 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 he decided to challenge Zuckerberg because, like, they're competitors. But it's also like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you bought Twitter, but like, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It just seems childish. But then Zuckerberg was literally just like, yeah, bring it, motherfucker. Like, and and so then the whole thing takes on this, like, are, are they actually going to fight? Are they actually going to fight? And like, what does that even look like? Like the, the, the fucking UFC guy, the guy that runs the UFC, he's all about it. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's get this shit going. Like, let's get these two assholes in a fucking cage. And, and we're all just like, sure. Okay. Like. What the fuck does that even like, you know, it's also one of those things where it's like, you know, you think like it's almost like it's almost like the presidential election where it's like, I don't even like either of these guys. Like, I don't I don't care. Like, like I would be happy to see either of them get their ass handed to them. That'd be fine. But like, it's like I'm not like rooting for one of them. I'm rooting for, I'm actively rooting against both of them. And I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. Uh, apparently, uh, the Vegas odds makers are saying that uh, Zuck has the upper hand. Uh, Zuck being a little bit more agile, a little bit more, a little quicker, a little, uh, apparently also does that. Like, I've read, I've read conflicting stories. I don't know 
like what the actual martial arts like setup is here like because i saw a couple things that said that zuckerberg had like some training i saw some that said he had a lot of training i saw some that said he was a fucking white belt but then you know i also uh, you look into elon musk and it says he's like studies brazilian jiu-jitsu which i don't know maybe he does i don't know i don't know these people so like i don't know like what are they bringing like like i don't know what level of skill they're actually bringing is this gonna be like a fucking weird slap fight like is it gonna be one of those things where they get in there and like they just like don't know what the fuck to do in a fight like i mean because like honestly when's the last time either of them were in a fight mark zuckerberg i assume got his ass kicked in high school a couple times elon musk was a little fucking rich kid the whole time so like he kind of had like a little bit of an upper hand i doubt he ever had to fight a lot of people know what i mean when i say had to fight there's a lot of times where it's like you got to stand up for yourself you got to fucking you got to let people know that like you're not taking this level of shit this far no farther you know lot, just the way it is but i don't imagine that somebody like elon musk who basically was raised on apartheid blood bunny i don't imagine he had to fight a lot so I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe the Vegas odds makers are right. Zuck has the upper hand here. Um, if this even happens, because then you've got Elon Musk. The whole it gets even stranger is you got Elon Musk's mother getting involved, like trying to stop the whole thing. Like, like what the fuck is happening, dude? Like, is anybody else, anybody else, just fucking irritated with reality? Because I'm fucking irritated with reality. So that's a thing. We're waiting to see what's going to happen with that. We are on cage fight watch. Apparently uh, uh, I will update on uh, future episodes as shit develops a as of recording. I don't believe they have a date set. I don't know though. I will update you on future episodes. Now on to something a little bit lighter. So I decided since uh, this is, this is going to be around 4th of July, uh, this is going to be coming out hopefully before 4th of July. I'm, I'm uh, like I said, uh, you know, I'm still getting back into my, into, into the groove of things and I'm a one man band. I have to do all this shit myself. So, you know, I, I think I'll have this out by the 4th of July. If not, it'll be really close. Uh, so I thought it'd be fun to look up some 4th of July facts, um, like weird 4th of July facts. I wasn't going to try to come on here like a fucking boring ass civics lesson or some shit. Like, you know, I tried to find some weird shit. Now, I did find some weird shit, but I actually found something like a lot weirder than I was even expecting. So I did find some weird facts. Uh, three presidents have actually died on 4th of July. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe. Uh, my understanding is uh, they all signed the Declaration of Independence, uh, which is pretty sweet. That's uh, that that's that's pretty wild. Like, I mean, like how the fuck like. Does that sound matrixy? Does that sound a little glitchy to you? Because that sounds like, I don't know, or or is it just a thing where it's like this collective energy of all these dudes putting into this whole thing of like basically this whole creating a new country, uh, you know, this collective like, I'm going to call it magic, spiritual energy, whatever you want to call it. Did that affect them? Because it, it, it was like the whole thing was like 4th of July. That's the thing. That's our day. So then it weirdly comes back on adams and jefferson and monroe and they fucking croak on that same day fucking crazy isn't it uh there's also one president who was born on uh, the fourth and that was uh calvin coolidge um one little side note i don't actually know much about calvin coolidge i don't i don't i don't know anything about him so i don't <laughs> yeah i got nothing on him i got nothing but one thing i did want to just like take a little sidebar here just a little opportunity to get on a soapbox here is while I was doing this research is I did find out that, that Jefferson actually had this idea of rewriting the constitution 
every 19 years. Okay. And his uh, reasoning for that is that he had a quote about it is uh, one generation of men has the right to bind another. Excuse me. If one generation of man, of, if one generation of men has the right to bind another, then the lands would belong to the dead and not with the living, which is the reverse of our principle. Which is, you know, one of those things where, like, because like, what you hear a lot, like, when, and we're not going to get into politics, like, too hard here. But, like, you know, like, when you hear a lot about people talking about, like, what would the founding fathers want? What would the founding for The founding fathers would want this. The found, having never studied them, you know, and even in just, like, in my very brief moments of looking for weird information here, I, uh, I, I found this particular tidbit. Um, so it's, like, it's not even... You know, you, you can speak for the founding fathers all fucking day, but like you really don't know what the fuck you're actually talking about, um, because a lot of people will talk about how, like, yeah, they wanted it this way. They wanted it that way. But like they're literally would in this in this quote prove that Jefferson, at least, was like, no, 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 no. We don't want the last generation to have their say here. So this needs to be a living document that is updated based on current needs like so yeah we had this and this going on back when i fucking signed it but by the time we get to 2023 we're gonna have a whole new set of problems jefferson knew that and you know i that's why i i gotta say so if i ever hear anybody talking about what the founding fathers want i can say at least one of them thinks you're absolutely wrong and probably an asshole now like i said i found other information uh this is just i i you know, I, I, I was in shock when I found this. This is actually a little bit more interesting than any of the weird facts that I found other than this here. So, uh, you know, hot dogs came up, uh, which I know, you know, it's like, here's a fat guy running a show who uh, who's out here fucking, you know, talking about hot dogs, right? Yeah, I get it. That's fair. That's fair. I like hot dogs. I fucking love hot dogs. I'm having one on the fourth. It, I'm, I'm going to at least try. Uh, so they had the, these weird statistics, like, and this came from, one of the sources is just incredible. I got like locked into this source here. So according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, that is considered peak hot dog season. So 4th of July falling right in the middle of that shit. Peak hot dog season. And we apparently consume about 7 billion hot dogs through that, like throughout the year, with the most happening between Memorial Day and Labor Day. That equates to about 818 per second on average. July is going to account for about 10% of that. But like, I got obsessed with the, with the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. So I started looking into it. Uh, they got a website. You go to hotdog.org now that's hot-dog.org i'll probably put the i'll put, probably put it in the show notes um wow uh so these people are serious like did you ever see that episode of rocco's modern life where uh, heifer joined the sausage cult uh that's the vibe i get here like where like he wanted pizza one day because he was tired of fucking uh, sausage and they literally threw him in jail like that's the kind of vibe i get here now they've got all this stuff here like they've got so much going on there's a sausage quiz what the fuck is a sausage quiz i don't even know what a sausage qu quiz is. test your sausage knowledge i'm on the site right now this is the site is amazing they've got a culture section with one two three like, ten plus sections you can get 25 hot dog facts for 25 years. 
Don't know why you would need that. 25 hot dog quotes for 25 years. Major League Baseball hot dog and sausage guide. Hot dog etiquette. Okay, let's check out hot dog etiquette. All right, so don't. Oh, there's do's and don'ts. Don't put hot dog toppings between the hot dog and the bun. Always dress the dog, not the bun. See, I do that shit. I, I don't I don't do that shit. No. I, I fucking I'll put onions on the side. Um, yeah, do serve sesame seed, poppy bean, uh, poppy seed, and plain buns. Sun-dried tomato buns are, are you know, are considered gauche with friends. These people are judging. This is insane. Um, they've got all this other stuff. How hot dogs are made. I don't even know if I want to know about that shit. No, I don't want to know about that shit. You can look that shit up on yourself. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, now, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to read their thing here. I want you to let me know if you think a hot dog is a sandwich weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com shoot it to me but like one of the weirdest things is like they've got this they've got this whole thing you know they, they got all this they're serious about hot dogs but like you can also you can also become a hot dog ambassador basically like you become like a hot dog representative i don't know if you get to drive the weenie mobile for that That'd be pretty sweet, though. Like, or at least get to ride in it somewhere. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about that. But I feel like if you become the hot dog ambassador for the year, you should be allowed to ride in the fucking weenie mobile. Now, let's read what this has to say here. Do you have what it takes to be the hot dog ambassador? The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council is inviting American hot dog lovers, connoisseurs, and aficionados to compete for the coveted title of hot dog ambassador. This year, get out your camera, round up some Red Hots, gather up some Glizzies, find some Franks, and dig out some dogs. We want to see who from our social media followers has what it takes to be part of this illustrious group. This is people obsessed with hot dogs. Like, dude, like, I imagine the marriages have ended over this. Like, like, I imagine it's like one of those things where it's like somebody has like been like, it's either hot dogs or our marriage. And people are like, now, what do you get if you become the ambassador? Well, you get a lifetime appointment as a hot dog ambassador. So I guess they do like, you know, the hot dog ambassador of 2022, the hot dog ambassador, you know, like that, that guy. So I, I imagine it's like this weird, like kind of elite group of people. Uh, you get a brand ambassador certificate. So you get a piece of paper. That's pretty cool. You get a hundred dollar gift card. There is an actual cash prize. Uh, you get a wiener warrior t-shirt, which I don't know. We're still in Pride Month. That sounds fun. Uh, that sounds on brand for that. Uh, Wiener Warrior T-shirt. Uh, love it. Love it. Uh, and then there's additional hot dog related swag items, cups, koozies, wristbands. Yeah, anything, anything a hot dog lover would absolutely just need. So, wow. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, so if anybody wants to, they can literally go on and they can uh, they can apply to be a hot dog ambassador. So. I don't want to be a hot dog ambassador, but I, I got to be honest, like with all this like hot dog research, and I feel like it's happening to you too. I want a fucking hot dog. Now, I would like right now, like one of those Costco ones would be perfect. You know, those like really fucking long ones that are only two bucks, a little bit of ketchup, a little bit of mustard, or maybe a little bit of onions, a little bit of pickles. I don't know. Yeah, that does sound pretty good, doesn't it? Now, moving on from uh, hot dogs to uh, absolute terror that the world has to offer here. So there is a lot going on in Russia. I don't know if anybody's noticed that. Uh, you know, usually I would uh, in the past I've done Apocalypse Watch episodes. This would actually probably just fall into a new segment of uh, you know an Apocalypse Watch. So here we go with that. 
Uh, there's a lot going on out there. So apparently there, there, there was a civil war att- or there was a coup attempt uh, by one of the uh, guys from the Wag- the Wagner group. They're the, like these fucking mercenaries. Now, this they, they basically came in. They were trying to take down like Russia, but like it got suppressed. Um, but then there was like the weird thing here is like there was this there was this speech after um, there was like the, the Vladimir Putin gave where he basically a lot of people are saying like because you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories and a lot of like is that going on in regards to Putin and whether or not he has body doubles he's using body doubles or uh even if you know even like it even goes further than that i mean we're in 2023 there is clone conspiracy theories regarding Putin like you know is he even alive is is it all deep fake shit um, is it all just to keep like the strong man image going, like all that bullshit? Well, you know, a lot of people had a lot of questions about it. He looked really off. He sounded off, apparently, you know, from what he usually does. So, you know, a lot of people are questioning that. So that's a uh, that's a really weird situation to deal with, uh, you know, as far as that goes. So, you know, you got you got Putin acting a little bit funny. You got a lot of the unrest going on. Obviously, the war is still raging in Ukraine. Now, one of the things that actually is frightening, and this is you know something they've recently moved nuclear weapons from Russia to Belarus, uh, who is one of Russia's neighbors. Uh, and this is, again, this goes in the Apocalypse Watch category here. Uh, you know, there's a lot of speculation of like, you know, like it is a good thing that Ukraine is winning. Like, we'll start there. But like in a weird roundabout way, it's also not a good thing because a lot of people are saying that, like, if Putin gets backed into a corner to a point where he, like, you know, has no real standing army or no worthy standing army that's going to actually do anything, they get their ass kicked by Ukraine. You know, Ukraine decides to, like, you know, counter invade, whatever. Then at that point, Putin is forced to use nuclear weapons. Now, one of the terrifying things, like I said, with uh, the nukes being moved to Belarus, it's a little bit similar, not as uh, not as on the uh, finger on the red button as the Cuban Missile Crisis, but it's got a similar vibe, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you got Belarus, who is, you know, they're holding these nuclear cards now of Russia's. Uh, you know, a lot of people are probably very tense, but there's a lot of like military guys that are surround that, that are around Putin and his inner circle who are basically coming out and talking about how they're you know they're starting to talk in like like there's no choice you know there we have to do this like they're and they keep talking about a nuclear strike on on Europe um and you know there's basically this idea of like they have to do this they don't have a choice seems to me like there's a lot of power, you know, a lot of warmongery kind of motherfuckers that are, you know, over there that uh, that have no business being anywhere near the red button, but they've got their dicks firmly pressed on the red button, ready to fucking pound it out. And I don't fucking like that. Uh, So, you know, it's one of those things where like shit is getting crazier and crazier out there. Uh, and nukes could fall at any moment. Um, you know, if that happens in Europe, it's most certainly going to have a, uh, you know, it's going to have a, a chain reaction where everybody just starts blasting. I feel like once the first bomb falls, we're all going to see the mushroom cloud. We're all going to start seeing that cloud in the sky. And then uh, a lot of us are just going to be vaporized. Uh, you know, I'm in a small rural area, so I probably will. Uh, it's probably going to be radiation sickness for me. Uh, but, you know, like, you know, any of my listeners in New York, you know, big cities in California, Chicago, any of that, you're going to be fucking wasted, dude. And it's fucking terrifying. So I hope everybody's feeling good about that. Uh, yeah, nukes could fall at any moment now. So let's take a little, let, let's let's change gears here. Let's change gears here. I think we need a little bit of a distraction from the horrors of the modern day world. <laughs> 
So let's get our entertainment on a little bit. And it's another segment that we're going to be doing here on the show now. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, current entertainment stuff. I uh, had the uh, opportunity to go see Asteroid City. I feel like it's not getting as much buzz, uh, you know, as I'm, I kind of hoped. Uh, it definitely has an artsy vibe to it. Uh, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Uh, I do think everybody should check it out. But uh, it's the uh, same guy, Wes Anderson, same guy that did, uh, what's that, the Life Aquatic with Steve something. He did that. Uh, he did a couple other movies. Very artsy dude. Uh, very colorful. What drew me into it was it clearly had like a lot of the things that I'm interested in. Uh, clearly touched on like this, uh, you know, kind of the 50s, uh, the the specifically the weird 50s, like like the uh, kind of like we're not talking about that part of the 50s. Like, you know what I mean? Like the nuclear testing, the, uh, you know, alien conspiracy stuff, a lot of that like government you know, shadow government, a lot of that kind of stuff. It touched on a lot of that. So basically it's, it's hard to explain this. It's got, first of all, it's a star studded fucking cast. Uh, it's got uh, so many people in Steve Carell, uh, Willem Dafoe shows up, uh, Adrian Brody, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of, of stars, um, but it's basically set up kind of like, kind of set up like like as if it's a play, like the movie is set up like a play within the movie. Like the movie is a play we're seeing, but like it's set up as if it was, I feel like that was probably, I don't know how Wes Anderson like explained that, but like that was probably a weird, weird thing during the pitch meetings. Um, Anyway, but basically like these nerdy kids uh, and their family show up to this small town called Asteroid City named after this little asteroid, you know, this little teeny asteroid that showed up and they're all like super young, like nerds and like super geniuses. One, they're out here inventing like one's got a death ray that he made. One's got like this thing where you can just plop an image on the moon. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's awesome. One's got a jetpack, um, but they basically like they have this whole event. You know, like like the junior stargazers, and it's super fun. And then there's a whole bunch of other like stories intertwined with the whole thing. But basically, like the whole thing kind of scooches up a notch. Like you know, when they're doing their little event, like looking at the you know the, you know through the, at the sky, and all of a sudden a fucking UFO shows up and comes and takes the this alien comes out, comes and takes the asteroid. The alien is played by Jeff Goldblum, by the way. Um, and it's like this whole really weird, like what they're all just like what am i watching what am i seeing here um yeah but like i said i'm not gonna give any spoilers uh, but i definitely did enjoy it i think uh you know everybody uh you know it's definitely definitely worth a watch uh definitely worth a trip to the theater for i highly recommend it so um go see it uh and let me know what you think weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com and it's been uh distractions from the horrors of the modern world all right one more quick thing before we get out of here uh so uh just into the irony of all ironies, I found a, a hilarious story here. Uh, there is a Harvard professor. Now, this Harvard professor, her name is Francesca Gino. Now, Professor Gino, she studies honesty and ethics, uh, like honesty and ethical behavior at Harvard. She teaches it, studies it. So this is a person that like their entire life is dedicated to the study of honesty and unethical behavior. Well, she has been caught. <laughs> falsifying data submitted to science journals so in the iron yeah like i said the irony of all ironies uh she, at least four papers data have been tampered with um she hasn't come out and said uh innocent or guilty uh you know she's basically been kept kind of quiet about it but it goes back a couple years and uh you know obviously they're making a thing of it but uh you know just what are the odds you know of a teacher who studies honesty being dishonest 
Well, thanks for getting weird with me. I uh, hope everybody enjoys the new direction I'm taking the show in. Like I said, we're still going to have deep dives, uh, so join me for those. I'll have those when I have those. Uh, you know, it's, it's way, like I said, it'll, like I said up top, it'll give me a lot more opportunity to uh, you know, flesh those out the way I want more without having to you know, worry about dropping content. Uh, so I'm excited uh, with the new direction that I'm taking the show. Um, if you like what you're hearing, go on to Apple, uh, give us a five-star review. It really helps the show, helps visibility. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to uh, subscribe. Don't forget to leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Follow the page. And like I said, go on to uh, the official home of Weird Wide on the interwebs, www.weirdwide.com. Like I said up top, again, you, know, you can subscribe to the newsletter, get episodes sent directly to you. You can see every episode that uh, has been released. There's going to be more fun stuff coming to that probably later than sooner i'll be honest but uh you know keep an eye on it you might like it you can also find me on instagram and tiktok as dudas weirdo hit me up dms are open if you want to say hi i love you all and i will see you next week with more weird nonsense and until then keep it weird